Ho, ho, ho. The following podcast contains spoilers and is very f***ing jolly. We watch it. Everybody and Merry Christmas! Welcome back to We Watched a Thing once again with Billy and Dave for something a little bit different this week. How you doing there, Dave? I'm festive as fuck. You are. You got a big old Negroni. I got my Christmas I have sweater the world's on. Biggest Negroni. <laughs> yeah. You've got your rum and your and your cheesy Christmas sweater. It's it's very very rummy, I must say. And for some reason, all I had in the house was white rum. Uh, but I tell you what, Ooh, it's it's yeah. quite it's quite nice. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, if you're at the point where you're drinking rum and coke, anything's going to taste all right. No, call it a Cuba Libra, and it's more fancy. <laughs> I learned that from cocktail. But we're going to do something a bit fun this week. Uh, we we kind of you know, Topher and I did our Christmas movie episode earlier in the week, and Dave and I have been loving the music chat. So we thought, hell, why not extend that and do our top ten Christmas songs of all time. And Which I think I this is going to we be doing until about three. Hours ago. So <laughs> a lot of care and thought has gone into this list, and no doubt I'll be saying, "Ah, fuck!" I love every time you announce one of yours. I, I was exactly the same. I only made my list about four hours ago. I have several Christmas playlists in my Spotify, and I just kind of scanned through them and made myself a little short list here. So I, I think it's going to be yeah, fun. <laughs> running around doing some Christmas shopping in 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 the car, just. Randomly instructing Siri <laughs> put on Christmas playlists and then skipping through them until I found things that sounded, yeah, that's all right. But I like, do I know a better version? But yeah, I, I guarantee at least five that I'm one hundred percent happy with. Yeah, and then I've got like fifteen also rands that I can plug in that are all good. Yeah, but I know there's stuff I've forgotten. Well, I'm looking forward to this. And as always, when we do these music apps, there's no double offs so that the audience ends with a full playlist of 20 tracks. Now, that that is going to be difficult in this case because this is one of the ones where I know we're going to be running for the same track. We're going to be fighting over one and, and we both know which one it is yeah so i'm gonna the I'm robot gonna, well, it's whoever get, whoever wins the robot draw yeah. is going to be the one that gets it no doubt so let's let the robot roll oh no mate it's dave <laughs> Oh no, we did a test of the system just before we started recording and it popped up with you and I was like, oh good, well that's got Dave's name out of the way, so... <laughs> I have spent all week praying to our robot overlords that's oh. obviously come <laughs> yeah. Well, you get, you get to go first and I think we both know what it is. Do you want to guess is. what my first pick's going to be? Well, luckily I already have it queued out because it's at the very top of my playlist. My guess is that it's Fairy oh, Tale of excellent. New York by the Pogues. Of course it's Fairy Tale because otherwise you were going to take it. Yeah. So tell me tell me about Fairy Tale of New York. Well, one, it's the fucking Pogues. So <laughs> my my Celtic heart beats with pride anyway. It's just it it's the most perfect um sort of dichotomy of gritty and grimy and, yeah. and you know there's some in very insulting stuff in this. Oh yeah, but you're it, an it old slut on junk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and a word that we're not allowed to use anymore. That also yes. means a bundle of twigs. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, it, but it ends so beautifully. Like like it, it, they're insulting. They're obviously down on their luck. They're you know you've got this image of them in and in the, in the film clip as well in their dirty fucking over, overcoats and whatever. But then by the end of the song, 
they're in love and yeah it's beautiful so happy It's so hard so much. not to sing along with that, but I know from yeah. past experience that the audio <laughs> lag makes me about half a sentence out of sync with the final record. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck, what a gorgeous song. Yep, I knew that that was Guess definitely going to make the episode because oh, I knew that if I didn't get it, you'd take it. It's one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs. It, like you said, it's just beautiful. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And I hope it gets to number one on the charts these years and, and overtakes uh, Mariah. Um, oh, wouldn't that be good in, in this year of all years? Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. Absolutely beautiful. beautiful. Fantastic pick. Obviously cannot argue with it. Uh, last week when we spoke about this, I said to you that I think I'm going to have at least kind of four or five songs that you wouldn't have heard before. And I'm hoping Ooh. that my first pick is going to be one of those. It's a band that you were completely blissfully mind the pun unaware of until this year charlie bliss who we no, absolutely what? love on the pod uh, i've made What's you listen to i've made you listen to both their albums um this year on on hunt for the perfect album but last gotcha. year we want to get eva on as a guest <laughs> but last year they released a christmas ep which uh had on it not only a cover of mariah's all i want for christmas is you but it had what is now one of my favorite grungy Christmas songs. It's Christmas and I fucking miss you. <laughs> I know that I'm going to lose the vote now because, you know, nobody Why? knows that. Nobody knows that song. That's the thing. I think everyone listening to this episode is <laughs> already a massive fan of Charlie Bliss. I would hope even, so. I, I, I hope do know, so. I do know one of my friends didn't really gel with them because it doesn't like the public on vocals. But yeah. half aside, um, I, I, think, I, I don't think anyone's going to be going, Charlie who? By this stage. <laughs> but, you know, Chris... Join the ranks of... Our faves. Yeah, it's an interesting pick for me though because the, I think the thing about Christmas songs is so much of what makes them work for you is nostalgia. Like Christmas mm. in general is a very nostalgic holiday. So for a song to make my list that only came out last year, 
I just absolutely love that track. Yeah. Oh, well, it's Charlie Bliss. I'm not going to criticize you. It's obviously <laughs> fantastic just because of that. All right. I'm going to go with an instrumental. Okay. It's it's a traditional um, Christmas ditty. Yeah. Um, but by far the most successful, most famous, most iconic, whatever, is by one of my all-time favorite artists, Mike Oldfield, and it is in Dulce Jubilo. It's just, I mean, so Mike came on the scene, helped basically without him, Richard Branson wouldn't have a career. He's the guy that kick-started Virgin with Jubilo Bells, but famously. Followed that up with a couple of similar, all instrumental, super prog, um, massive, modern, classical sort of compositions. Yeah. Then as, as we sort of got into the 80s, he started to do pop songs. Obviously, Moonlight Shadow was a massive hit. And he had a few albums where he had um, pop songs and instrumental short tracks all interspersed with some long tracks in there. In amongst all of that, he had a few... Because he, he, he's very big on the, the kind of... The, he came out of the folk scene yeah. um, with his sister Sally from a folk band called... Uh, Kiss Angel or something rather, whatever it is. Um, and so he had things like uh, he, he, he did versions of Portsmouth and, and these classic instrumental tracks. And he, yeah, I, I can't even remember which album it was on, but um, yeah, In Dulce Jubilee was on one of those where he had sort of like one side, I think, was a full length single composition and the other side was all shorter, more radio friendly things. Yeah. And since that day this has become in certainly in the uk just one of the christmas perennials and you may not know the name but i guarantee billy's about to cue it up you will know it Yeah, that slaps. That slaps. That's a nice pick. <laughs> you and I both love yeah. traditional folk music, and to to spin it like that with you know the lead that oh, would yeah. usually be like on bagpipes played by an electric guitar, that's just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, we may get to it at some point, but if we ever get to greatest guitarists of all time, by far the most underrated is Mike Oldfield because yeah. he's a multi instrumentalist, and everyone kind of knows him as the tubular bells guy who played like forty instruments. Yeah, he never gets kind of thought of as a guitar. He's Fucking amazing on that yeah. instrument. Nice. Nice. All right. Over to my number nine uh, is one that you absolutely knew was going to be on this list. You called it out last week. It is my all-time favorite Christmas carol. In fact, I'd say that it's... Oh, so oh low. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of playing jazz a little bit with the list. <laughs> wow. I thought this would be your number two. I, I really love I'm this track. I'm thinking what version. Well, I think you'll appreciate it. I'm not like a huge traditional carols guy for the most part. You know, like there's some that I really like. And obviously, you know, when you're putting up the tree, I just put on all the all the classics. But, you know, all of your traditional carols, Away in a Manger, Silent Night, all that stuff, they don't really do it for me. And I don't know why this one does, but it really, really does. I've always loved this song. It's Good King it's Wenseless. So, it's, kind of, it's kind of super traditional. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it feels like something that... that 
300 years ago was the was kind of probably the number one carol and then yes. it fell out of favor and it yeah well the silent nights and that feel hackneyed but this one doesn't feel hackneyed yeah. it's like it had a period being out of favor so it's still it, it has the emotion and the nostalgia without yeah. kind of being yes cliched yep I, I love the story that it tells. I love the music. I rewatched Muppet Christmas Carol the other night, and every time I watch that, I really appreciate how much of this carol they work through the score. Uh, so the version I'm going with, I think you'll appreciate, is by the Irish Rovers. Nice. Good King Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen When the snow lay round about deep and crisp and even Brightly shone the moon at night, though the frost was cruel When a poor man came in sight, gathering winter fuel Absolutely love that song, and I love every That's version a of it. Cracking version. Oh, it's so great. I, I wrestled with. There's a version by a, um, you know, a very traditional orchestral choir that I really love, but I just I can't go past the Irish Rovers. I love that version. It just makes you want to oh, have a drink and just it. It yeah. feels oh, Christmassy. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah. That'll be All going right. on my Christmas playlist. <laughs> I, I haven't actually heard that before. Excellent. All right, over to your okay. number nine. I mean, it, it is a Christmas song. It mentions Christmas. Yeah. Um, if it was just which songs are the best in this short list, this would probably be closer to number one. But I'm going to throw it right down here just because it's, it's it's very different to the Mike Oldfield. Um, and that is River by Joni Mitchell off right. her greatest ever album, Blue. Yeah. Um, fuck me. Everything on that album's amazing. I love this song. I love Joni Mitchell. It's just brilliant. That's a beautiful song. That's nice. That's a, I am a, yeah. It's a, we, uh, obviously Joni's one of those where most albums are not. Uh, you're, you're taking these from Spotify, yes. Like normal, yeah, yeah, yeah. So jo- Joni's one of those. Like, um, is it Dylan and ACDC? I can't remember who they are. There's a few people who we, they, they've just gone. Oh, Neil Young's another one. Where they've just gone like, "Fuck you, Spotify. You don't pay enough, <laughs> yeah. and nothing's available. So you've kind of got to make do with what you can find." And that was a yeah. yeah that was a pretty good find. I, <laughs> I was worried that you wouldn't be able to find anything at all, but it's a little bit that all that coral shit in the background kind of works for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in the original, but it yeah. works as a Christmas song, so nice. All I right, I love that album. I want to go and listen to Blue. <laughs> well, my number eight is uh, another one that I don't think you will have heard, and and a lot of these ones, you know, that's kind of why they're more down this bottom half of the list. But are you a fan of the magnetic fields at all? In, in in a general sense that they kind of help our world 
Ley lines and so you, no, you don't no, so that's you not don't where we're know going. you don't know the magnet okay well you've just given me a couple more albums to give you for perfect album then um, <laughs> uh, I'm big fan of the magnetic fields of course an indie pop band and uh, this track is called everything is one big Christmas tree it's from their album realism oh. and I love this track everything is one big Christmas tree. All got up with lights and candy All the world is turning prettily Everyone's awaiting Sandy Stop mumbling and cheer up Put down the book, pick beer up Why sit in your dark and lonely room? Must your every I know it's a bit left to feel, but I'm a massive Magnetic Fields fan. That song just always makes me feel so happy. Every time he says, you know, put down the book, pick beer up, I'm like, yep. It just, it sounds cheery to me. I like it. <laughs> Who are they? I've Magnetic Fields. Oh, man, that is surprising. You would definitely know at least one of their songs, but sadly, the most famous version of it is a, um, is a cover. You'd know Book of Love, which was covered by Peter Gabriel? No. So it's it's their song and Peter Gabriel covered it. Yes, yes. And so his where, version. Where, where, where is this band from? <laughs> that sounded Australian to me. So I assumed it was some indie Australian band because that's kind of your niche. But no. Peter Gabriel is not covering some obscure mm. band from Melbourne. So no, 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 no. They're American. Uh, it's pretty much led by one dude. Stephen Merritt is um, the lead songwriter and, and singer there. Um, and yeah, no, they're American. Whereabouts are they from? Massachusetts, Boston. Um, but they've been running since 1989. They're most famous for a three disc album they did called 69 Love Songs. And that's what Book of Love is off that Peter Gabriel covered. Uh, but right. you, oh man, if you don't know them, definitely worth checking out the magnetic fields. But yeah, there you go. Okay. That's my number eight favorite Christmas song is Everyone is One Big Christmas Tree. Over to you for your nice. number seven. Just to ensure that we earn that little e label in spotify <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go with an australian christmas song you're going with kevin bloody wilson oh how did you know mate because, well i mean the mention of the e label the... <laughs> which one are you going with are you <laughs> this going is for with... all of our non-australian <laughs> listeners this is, this is the pinnacle of australian <laughs> musical comedy you're going with hey santa this. claus is that the one of course i am that's the one i'm going with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's lovely Quite often I get to thinking how as kids we got by. Like at Christmas time at our house, we couldn't even afford a fire. But we made do with what we had back then when I was young. Dad used to suck a peppermint and we'd all sit around his tongue. We couldn't afford no sparkly tinsel for our Christmas tree. So we'd just wheel old granddad in and make the old cunt sneeze. <laughs> Wheel him round the other side, Nana. <laughs> Things change pretty bloody quick. I've got kids now of me own. And I heard them unwrap their prezzies last night when I got home. Hey, Santa Claus, you cunt. Where's me fucking bike? I've unwrapped all this other junk and there's nothing that I like. I wrote your fucking letter and I come to see you twice. 
Man, that song is a classic. He actually does have more. Th- there was another one called a Ho Ho Fucking Ho, which I actually can't find mm. anywhere these days. I don't remember what album it was on. But man, when oh, I was around, God, that's like such a blast from the. I haven't oh, listened to that in years. It's such a yeah, blast from same. the past. God, he, yeah. he. I used to have. Oh, this would be pre CD. This would be like on tapes that got handed around at school and shit. But I used to have um, two or three of his concerts and God, Sa- I mean, yeah, same. It's all blue, obviously, and and <laughs> it's very kind of blue collar and working class. But there's some really clever fucking songs in there. Oh yeah, some of them are really really smart. Yeah, and not yeah. just you know, swear words but he's, oh man that's he's gone. so great though a, tr- a true Aussie legend Kevin Bloody Wilson like 100% you're welcome American listeners I know you I, I know I know the C word makes your eyes twitch so um that's brilliant love it all right you, mate my number seven, I, I'm I'm going with a with a big band now, um, a band that was huge in the '70s until uh, one of the lead singers, a uh, child, became far bigger than the band in the '80s and '90s. Oh I'm, God, you're not! I'm going with Jackson Five, my friend, um, <sighs> who released an entire Christmas album with honestly, you could throw a stone at the track listing and and pick a track because some their version of um, Santa Claus is coming to town is the best version of that song. That's not what I'm going with. I'm going with Up on the Housetop, which for some reason Ooh, just really that. clicks with me. I really like this song. dig that song man it's so you're not a jackson five fan i fucking hate the jackson <laughs> I, I hate michael i hate jermaine i hate janet i hate fucking latoya the whole lot of them can just pull down the shaft for like there. don't like the early there might be one jackson song that i don't hate i can't think of the name of it but by and large no fucking don't, don't, don't do all no Nice. All right. Well, let's hear your number six then, mate. <laughs> Get this off the off the table in case you pick it. One of the greatest bands in the world today, um, much like Doctor Who, every year has a Christmas special. This band pretty much every year has a Christmas single. Yeah. And it was very hard to narrow this down because they're all fucking great. All their songs are great. They're such a good band. Um but I've gone with a great big sled by the Killers. Um, in the past, when I've done these lists, I've I've gone with "Don't Shoot Me, Santa Claus" because it's really funny. But I've tried to stay true to, well, with the exception of Kevin Bloody Wilson, I suppose. I've tried to stay to like the Christmas spirit with this ten. So, great big sled's a bit more Christmassy. <laughs>
I've actually never heard that song. Um, oh, really? Nah. That was I, one I of the early that... Christmas ones. See, I didn't know I that it, about I think the Killers. It was the... Oh, no. It, they have done... I mean, they've done a Christmas album, but they, but every year, certainly for the first few years, I mean, I haven't kept track, but maybe they've dropped off, but certainly for the first four or five years of their career, they were doing a Christmas single every year. Um, the first, I think the first one was Don't Shoot Me Santa Claus, which... Check it out. It's very funny. And it opens with, oh, Santa, I've been a good boy. Yeah, I just do. You have it. And I've got a fucking gun. Um, <laughs> it, it's great. Um, it was, but, but uh, yeah, no, it was a toss up between this and there's one called, I think it's a Cowboy Christmas song or something, which is also really super catchy. Yeah, nice. Um, just, just great. Such okay. a, I love I'll have to, I'll so have to check them out. Well, my number six is taking us to, you know, the bread and butter of the show, movies. And I'm going with a nice. movie score here, which I know Ooh. is unconventional. When you think of songs, you don't really equate score. But I think that this is a difference because it does not feel like Christmas to me until I hear this music. And I am talking oh, wow. John Williams, um, the main title theme, which does have words somewhere in my memory from Home Alone. I was going to say it's fucking Home Alone, isn't it? <laughs> Just, I love that track so much. In fact, you know what? Fuck it. I'm hitting the button. Big Tizzle's Big Core. Oh, hello. John Williams' best score ever written. It's insane. Wow. Like, yeah. Oh, um, my God. That is the biggest call you've ever made <laughs> and the most insane. Don't get me that wrong, man. Is- Mental. Star Wars, Jurassic Park, like the man has written some amazing scores, but that the fact that he can make a score that is so iconic and nostalgic that I don't even feel the season until I listen to that, regardless of it being part of the film or not, it's it's next level good. Better than Superman. Yeah. Better than Raiders and better than Star Wars. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling medical professionals to check on you. All right. Over to you for your number five, mate. Oh, my God. Um, can't even tell you the band for this because it's got a lot of bands. Um, a lot of bands providing aid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. To starving countries. Uh, and it is, do they know it's Christmas? Yeah, from oh, the I'm assuming I'm assuming the original Band Aid, 1984. Yeah, don't you be fucking giving me that remake <laughs> shit. I want Bono doing the the line. Oh, can I tell you the truth? I fucking hate Bono. He's such a piece of shit. Oh, you two. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a twat. You <laughs> yeah. two. Are, yeah, don't like you two. 
<laughs> he nails this line. This is the pinnacle of his career. This one line that he got given. It's an okay pick. <laughs> Thanks for letting it run until we got to Bono. I know it. I know it hurt you. I, I can feel your finger twitching over the off button. Yeah, I mean, look, Band Aid was a thing that happened, and you know that that's really cool. It's just, it's not for me. It's not for me. I like oh, it's. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I I won't say the name of it because it might make you. Well, fuck it, I'll say it. Last Christmas by Wham was another one that I was like, you know what. Everybody loves that song. Honorable I don't mention. know that I do. Yeah. <laughs> Honorable mention. It was never going to be in my top 10. Yeah. All right. Over to my number five then. Uh, this is another weird one, and this is another nostalgic pick because I'm of that age. I'm an older millennial. I grew up in the kind of pop punk emo era of the late 90s, early 2000s. And so like every other kid at the time, I grew up listening to Blink-182. And so when they released a Christmas song, called I Won't Be Home for Christmas, um, that song has just stuck in my head since that day and I just enjoy it a lot. I don't know why. Just, I like that song. <laughs> yeah, it just won Dan Brennick's vote, if no one else. <laughs> the world's biggest Blink fan. Um, cool. And I, I've actually never heard that. And I have actually, I, I love Blink 182. So, yeah, right. Oh, cool. Nice. You're number four, mate. I can't believe we're at the top four already. Fuck this. All right. Number four. Um, Maybe the most underrated of the sort of Christmas, quote unquote, carols. Yep. And absolutely, one hundred percent, the greatest version of it is Feliz Navidad. Ah. Jose, 
Feliciano. I absolutely love this song, and I didn't actually put it in my 10. It's in my honorable mentions because I had a feeling that you'd play it anyway, and I'm so glad yep. you are. This song brings back so love, many Jose. memories. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Excellent pick. I love that song. That brings back so many memories it's of just so dancing. Nice. So much nostalgia. Oh, I, I remember it, once. It's probably been used in more movies than any other Christmas <laughs> song ever. And, and people probably don't know who it is, but I love Jose Feliciano. He's um, very, very, he was very, very talented, but most of his famous stuff is covering other stuff. Like he did a. a we may get to this in another episode, but he did an amazing version of Light My Fire by The Doors. Yeah, right. Um, which is almost as good as the original, which is really <laughs> saying something. Um, but yeah, no, I, lo- I do love that. It's a huge nostalgia, Ben. Yeah, excellent pick. Well, my number four is on a very, very similar wavelength. In fact, the reason I crossed Felice Navidad off my main list is because I put this one on instead. Um, this Ooh. is another one of those kind of uh, classic but not quite traditional carols. It's Bing Crosby doing Melik Marker. You can't. <laughs> Melikilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. By the way, you called me a cunt there. I'm guessing that I just picked one of your next, top three. Oh, no. <laughs> I was, of all the songs, it was the one that I thought I was safe with. It's like, who's going to pick a fucking Hawaiian Christmas oh, song? No, I love that song. That song, to me, is very nostalgic. And, of course, you know, even before I saw it in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, it was just it held nostalgia for me. Oh, I just, God, is it in that? Okay. It is. But I just, I love that song. And I love Bing Crosby. Like, Bing Crosby, to me, says Christmas. Oh, I'm surprised we haven't got this far without Bing. Well, yeah, I had to have a like Bing the, the song in there. Father yeah. of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And honestly, I could have picked any of them, but this is my favourite uh, song that he does a version of. So, all right. Think of it this way. At least it means you get to bring back in that other one that you had to knock off because you accidentally had two eights. No, now I need to bring in another Bing or something because I'm, <laughs> I now have no traditional shit at all. <laughs> well, we're up to um, your number three, mate. So let's... <laughs> okay. Oh, no, fuck it. I'm going to go... Because you pissed me off, I'm going to piss you off. And I'm going to pick Zooey Deschanel just because I know you hate her. Yeah, I'm not a um, fan. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Bumping out of the honourable mentions all the way up to number three, yep. just out of spite, is Zooey Deschanel with Redbone, weirdest combo of all time, doing a cover of Dean Martin's uber-rapey Christmas carol, It's Cold Out There. Ah, yes. Yes. Hang on. 
so inappropriate. And listeners, don't blame me. You can blame Billy. I had a nice Hawaiian Christmas song in here, and now I have a rapey song, and it's Billy's fault. Hashtag vote day. I really can't but stay. But it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been I'm hoping that you drop so in very nice. Uh, hold your hands there just like us. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? And father will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace roll. Ladies and gentlemen, just a reminder here that a vote for Dave is condoning date rape. <laughs> Like, it's, it's such a wrong song. It's, and it's, it's somehow bad worse when it's when there's a massive age difference between Red Bone <laughs> yeah. and Zoe Deschanel. Somehow it makes it worse. Uh, like, it's bad enough that you made me play Zoe Deschanel on the show, but to, to make it that song, good God. <laughs> it's so Christmassy. <laughs> it is, I, I actually do really love that song, I have to say. Um yeah, I like the Doris oh, Day Bing Crosby it, it version. It me not but... to have Dean Martin on or Bing Crosby on my list. Yeah, <laughs> they are, they are Christmas to me, but I, yeah, yeah, I had to throw Zoe <laughs> in there just as a, a little middle finger to you for choose for, for getting <laughs> Melancholic Marker. Well, my number three is probably, I mean, definitely, I'd say the oldest song on either of our lists, just probably apart from the very traditional Good King Wenslers. And this one is probably more personal to me. You know, Dave, my wife is a ballet teacher. Um, every year I have to watch The Nutcracker. And it honestly oh, yeah, doesn't call. feel nice. like Christmas to me anymore until I hear this music. I really struggled with whether to go Waltz or the Snowflakes or this yeah. one. But I think this one's more iconic. Tchaikovsky, mate. Going with the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. Oh, nice. I don't know. Have you seen the? Um, did you know that Macaulay Culkin did ballet? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> uh, your internet's lagging a little bit, and I think I think somehow things got um, a little bit mixed up there. Yeah, you, you, you have you to hunt it down. You have to hunt it down. In '93, I think there it was. there is no way in any universe I'm googling that. I'll end up on a watch list um, or something. This this was cinematic released in '93. Warner Brothers put out a a cinematic release of the Nutcracker Ballet. They paired with uh, New York Ballet, Balanchine's version, and Macaulay Culkin plays the Nutcracker in it. <laughs> it is he, hilarious. He does. He does. He does. You have to, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, look up 1993 Nutcracker movie, the lead role, Macaulay Culkin doing ballet. It's a traditional ballet. There's no dialogue in it. I don't know why they theatrically released it. It's so weird. <laughs> so how old is he in 93? Uh, no, I mean, well, when Home Alone was, Home Alone was 1990. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was, um, 1990 Home Alone. So he's not on drugs yet. No, 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 no. (laughs) 
but you've, you've got to see it. He looks a bit like a professional ballet player in his late teens and early 20s, but that's mainly yeah. due to the heroin and shit. Yeah, 92-minute runtime. He is our nutcracker. You've got to watch it. I'm telling you, it's the most fun watch. <laughs> I'm astonished. All right. I'm an apologist what? for that. Um, <laughs> what, was, what was that recent, like three, four years ago, there was a nutcracker anime oh like, uh, nutcracker in the animated. four realms yeah yeah yeah. that i yeah. i enjoyed that everyone slagged the shit out of that and gave yeah. it, said it was horrendous i enjoyed it yeah right all right over to your Is number two join the scenery all righty number two i'm going with one of the greatest bands of the 80s and i'm going 2000 miles by the pretenders because I love Chrissy Hind. I think Chrissy Hind is one of the greatest female vocalists of all time. And they didn't never, I mean, they never did a bad song, but this is one of their best songs, and I fucking love it. I know this song, and yet for some reason, when you said the title of it just then, I thought you said The Proclaimers. And I was like, they did a sequel to 500 Miles. I would walk 2,000 miles and I would walk 2,000 more. Yeah, that's a great call. I'm glad that's on somebody's list. Nice. <laughs> All right. My number two is taking us back to a very traditional carol. Um, I think like one of the most, well, certainly one of my favorite if, ones. If you steal my Not number one, one, I'm going to drive down to Canberra and Look, punch you in the dick. Might be the same song, but it won't be the same artist, I'm sure of it. Again, this is one that just holds a lot of personal memory for me. Um, the song is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which is one of my all-time oh, yeah, favorites. Yeah, yeah. But there's a million versions of it. The one that touches me most, and this is going to sound absolutely ridiculous, is sung by an animated piece of poo. <laughs> it's, it's Mr. Hanky. <laughs> How did I not know this was your... At the Show end. us on the doll with a piece of poo touched you, Billy. I just... You know what? Like, Nusk and I, every, every year, um, at least twice, we watch Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics. And there were, there were so many songs I could have picked. But this one actually, it makes me tear up every time. Um, <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> Just listen to it, and, and I, you know, it's touching. Gosh, you were so nice hanging out with you all then. And I guess if there's just one thing I have left to say, it would be this. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. May your heart be
it's just so beautiful. Like Trey Parker is a brilliant um, composer. Uh, Obviously, he didn't write this, but his arrangements are wonderful. It's just touching, uh, and this we're in agreement on that. He's, uh, we love Trey Parker. And this, this was the first episode oh. that aired after, um, I forget her name, Wendy something burger. Anyway, the, the woman who voiced, <laughs> the woman who voiced all of the female characters on South Park very sadly killed herself. Um, and this was the first episode that aired oh, after wow. that. So, so during this song, they bring up, you know, pictures yeah. of all of the, the characters she voiced and it's, it's just really touching. Um, but big fan. I just I love this song and I love this version. So there you go. There's my number two, Mr. Hanky. <laughs> I can't believe I'd forgotten about this song and your bizarre Christmas traditions regarding <laughs> South Park. All right. So no. we're up to your number one, oh, mate. All right. I mean, it's no, no surprise to you, but uh, to everyone else, this is both the most beautiful for me the most beautiful christmas carol like traditional christmas carol of all and absolutely the greatest version combining one of my favorite singers of all time and 100% the greatest christmas singer of all time and this is peace on earth slash little drummer boy by <laughs> bing crosby and the inimitable david bowie yeah that is an excellent call, actually. Um, I mocked you a little bit about Little Drummer Boy last week because it's one of my least favourite carols, but this version of it is definitely oh. the cream of the crop. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's amazing how well those two songs combine. You actually wouldn't think they do, but yeah. Oh, the songs combine and, and singers that you wouldn't think would work together. Our finest gifts we bring Can it be And years from now see perhaps we'll see Our Nice. It's a nice number one, it's, buddy. It's it's not only a testament to how beautiful that song is that I don't snigger when they say when we come. <laughs> and it, it's oh god, I fucking love it. It's not Christmas until I hear that. Yep. It, nice. It, ever since I first heard it as a I don't know, child of some age, um, that has always been my absolute favourite nice Christmas song of all. So that, yep. that was number one with a bullet for me. Well, my number number one is another one going back to those you know very traditional Christmas songs that you listen to as a kid. You know, Bing Crosby. This is Nat King Cole, who is another one who oh, yeah, I, I associate with Christmas. And this is a song that I love called The Christmas Song. Um, very simple title, love but beautiful track. Very good. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. 
Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright. Love that song. God, it's just so beautiful. Oh, it's one it's of those ones that you just, it just makes you feel relaxed. You know, like there are some Christmas songs that really bring the joy. And this one just makes me want to sit and look at the lights on the tree. Oh, this and is have feet a up in front of the fire stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just absolutely gorgeous. I love that track. Well, there you go. Out of mm, 20 tracks, good. there were only, what, two that were, you know, would be crossovers. Yeah. Um, so that's not bad. Do you want to run us through any of your honourable mentions? Um, yeah, I've got a wonderful Christmas time by the inimitable Paul McCartney. I yep. always enjoy that. Um, don't know if you, it's probably a bit before your time, but um, Chris Rea had a song called Driving Home, Driving Christmas, home for Christmas. Driving I, Home for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, love that track. It's a beautiful <laughs> song. Love it. Um, I was, I mean, it didn't end up using either of them, but I had a toss up between Winter Wonderland and Frosty the Snowman, both of which were covered by the Cocteau Twins. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the best version of either of those songs. <laughs> if you like sort of 80s dream pop. <laughs> um, uh, I actually, I don't know why this wasn't in my top 10, but Happy Christmas War is Over by John and Yoko. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's a, that's a good pull. I, that was meant to be in my ten. I don't know why I, I overlooked it. Um, White Christmas. Yeah. Uh, initially, Bing Crosby, but I, I, during research, stumbled across an even better version that Bublé did with Shania Twain, which is really <laughs> fucking nice. Yeah. Um, Let it snow. Uh, uh, probably my favourite of those traditional songs. Yeah. Same. And yep. Probably Frank Sinatra's probably my favourite version of those. Yep. Um, same. That nearly made my list as well couple of songs from Anna and the Apocalypse, uh, particularly <laughs> It's That Time of Year by Marley Sue, which which is the most inappropriate of all Christmas songs. It includes the <laughs> wonderful line, come on over and unload your sack. <laughs> um, I, one that I can't believe you didn't have, Let's Go to Bed by The Cure. What's going on, Billy? Yeah, okay, yeah. Biggest you didn't... Cure fan in history. Didn't pop into my head as a Christmas, Christmas song, song, I guess, because, you know, but I listen to that song year round, so I don't associate it with the season necessarily. <laughs> Let's go to bed. Do, 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 um, do, do, do. Oh, look, <laughs> I, had, I had Christmas Card from a Hooker by Tom Waits. Um, <laughs> and, oh, look, I had Melika Lincoln-Marker by Bing Crosby, but that didn't happen. <laughs> well, I had... What uh, you, mate? All, what, what did make the list? All I Want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. Um... I actually genuinely unironically enjoy that song. Uh, oh, dead- so do I. It's, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get people hating things because they're popular. Nah, it's popular nah. because it's a really fucking good song. Yeah. Um, is This Christmas by the Wombats, another bit of a kind of rocky one. Um, nice. another- sort of- oh, wait on, which Wombats? The British band or the, the br- old British band. band from the 80s? British band. Oh, yep. yeah. See, I don't know them. The kids have been telling me to listen to the Wombats. Yeah, right. I've never heard them. 
Um, another Trey Parker track called Dead, 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 which is basically just about how one day you'll die and then every now and then he, get, he throws in a Christmas reference. It's very funny. Um, Where's that from? Uh, that's, it, never, it wasn't part of the Mr. Hanky special, but it's on the album release. So worth checking that out, Dead, Dead, Dead. Uh, oh, little Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. It's a long Boys. time since I've come across a Trey Parker song I'm not familiar with, so that's <laughs> right on my... Dead, dead, dead. All right. Yeah. Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys I'm a big fan of. And uh, yeah, that's it. And Carol of the Bells as well. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Surprised that didn't make a list. Yeah. So there you go. Well, this was a heap of fun. I loved, you know, listening to some great Christmas music. I'm feeling very festive right now. And uh, next week... Next week is going to be a good one. We've we've actually already recorded. We've got our great friend Jason from Binge Movies coming on to talk our worst films He's of the good, year. Good egg. It was a great record. I think that that was a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that one. Just slagging off some bad cinema. <laughs> bad, bad, um, bad cinema in some cases. Yeah, but if we don't speak <laughs> to you before then. <laughs> fuck off. But if we, if we don't speak to you before then, listeners, we hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. Uh, yeah. Be merry, be with friends, put some good podcasts in your ear holes and, and listen to some Stay good safe. tunes. And in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and X, all under the handle at wewatchedathing. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchedathing and get early access to not only all episodes, but about six months early access for uh yeah. for the perfect album and we'll catch and some you next new week. stuff in the new year we've got some new we've got some good plans yeah and we'll catch you next week feliz navidad <laughs>